Along with individual experts, Surgeon Masters brings you life improvement strategies in 10 minutes. These proven principles and strategies are easy to learn and can be applied immediately, allowing you to practice your best. Here's your host, Jeff Smith. Welcome back to the Surgeon Masters mini podcast. Uh, we have a guest, uh, Dr. Todd Swenning, the Director of Orthopedic Trauma at Desert Regional Medical Center in Palm Springs, California, and Medical Director for the Institute of Clinical Orthopedics and Neurosciences, and my good friend and awesome educator on some of these topics that we're sharing with you, our audience. Uh, hi, Todd. Hey, Jeff. How are you today? I'm doing great. You and I have been talking about several issues related to our topic today. We've been talking about communication. We've been talking about conflict and compromise. You gave a great presentation at a conference on this issue and wanted you to share some of those great thoughts with the audience today. Sure, sure. Happy to. The concept that we were talking about at that meeting is we were trying to talk to people about conflict resolution, and we talked about the various aspects of that. And uh, it was kind of interesting. I was sort of given the compromise leg of that conversation. And as the more I researched and just looked into the simple definition of compromise, it really became glaringly apparent to me that compromise sort of has negative connotations. Wherever you read about it, it's an agreement or settlement of a dispute that is reached by each side making concessions or where each party gives up part of their demand, et cetera. So it was kind of interesting to me how we talk about compromise is generally a positive thing, but all of the dictionary definitions had more of a negative connotation. And it just got me thinking about the importance of language and how as we navigate through our lives every day, we have to go pick up our kids from school. We have to pay our taxes. We have to do all of these things. My wife actually is the one that pointed out to me, stop saying you have to. And it was kind of a yogic idea, really, but it's it's very true. We get to navigate through life um, and handle these wonderful interactions with other people and solve difficult problems, and it's it's really a blessing. So I think I think it's important for us to move away from have to, and start working with more of a mentality of we get to solve these problems. So you think there's a tie-in between uh, the language and lack of a better term, kind of the mindset or thought process that that our surgical training and high-performance individuals trying to get places, succeed, and thrive in this world. It's, it's, it's a lot about getting there and I have to do this, I have to get through medical school, I have to get through training. And it even kind of pervasive in our language, whether it's business and compromise or medicine and compromise and conflict resolution. So language and kind of mindset, is that shifting that for us? Absolutely. I, you know, I, I think understanding the importance of your language, uh, et cetera, is really critical because uh, when we operate under the mentality of having to do something, we almost absolve ourselves of responsibility by assuming that, well, I have no choice but to do X, Y, or Z. So it, it puts us inherently in a sort of a defensive position when we use that mentality and that verbiage. So just simply being aware of that, I think, helps people navigate to more positive resolution of conflict inherently. It's okay to be a little defensive. What It's kind of what you do next. That's right. It's, it, well, it's also important to understand that, that the other side is naturally going to have uh, uh, some defensive feelings as well. So 
when you are working on a resolution to a problem or trying to solve an issue, understanding that both sides are going to have inherent uh, feelings of defensiveness, especially the more personal these topics are, if we understand that these feelings are natural and that the other side is going to have these feelings as well, it's going to naturally help us be a little bit more empathetic and come to a better resolution, I think. So would it be helpful to share kind of your lose-lose, win-lose, win-win strategy? All of these, you know, all of the the great authors ultimately end up saying the same thing, right? Is it win-win or, you know, how did everybody talks about the cliche of working toward a win-win. And I think that can only truly happen when both sides are aware of their intention. And we naturally are working from a positive mindset. So most people would agree that a lose-lose or a lose-win is is something that we want to avoid. And everybody, at least on their sleeve, says we want to be win-win. Well, if that's true, you have to operate from the right mindset with regard to intention and your language. Tell us more. (laughs) The key for me, at least, uh, along these lines was starting to build that into a practice. So even just 10 minutes ago, this is a daily practice for me, but 10, 15 minutes ago, I was running through the hospital to get up to my office because I knew we were going to be on the phone. And I said to somebody in the hallway, I I can't, I have to go do this. It was kind of a shocker to me. So I think the important part is to build an awareness and make this type of, uh, of knowledge inherent. And it has to be a practice. You have to practice this daily to change your mentality around this topic. We like practices. We like to be doing something to on an over and over repetitive basis to turn it into a healthy habit. Give us an example of that. I mean, you started to, so once you complete that example, what should we replace it with? A lot of ways you can replace it, but generally anytime I find myself saying I have to, I say to myself, no, 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 I get to, or I will do, or I am doing, not I have to be doing something. So for me, those are the three simple little terms that I use regularly as I get to, I will do, or I am doing, not I have to, or I'm obligated to. So in dealing with uh, collaboration, dealing with compromise, dealing with conflict resolution, you're looking to bring in the language of I get to do this. Correct. I am fortunate enough to be in an opportunity where I get to work with our CEO or I get to work with our CFO about implant selection, et cetera. So being more to that side of it, I think is inherently going to make the other side more receptive to our ideas as well. Any other ways you would would say that? What's our action that our listeners can take? Well, the action I think is get rid of have to. You get to change your verbiage. You get to change your approach to language and how you interact with patients, with other doctors, with administrators, etc. We get to, or we are going to, we will do all of these actions that we are, are fortunate enough to do on a daily basis. So in essence, it's turning a positive into your intention. Can you give us that call to action again in brief? Sure. Get rid of have to. Own your language and understand the importance of the words that you're choosing. Know your intention and be aware of what the other person's intention might be as well as you are trying to resolve problems. Awesome. There you have it. In less than 10 minutes, this is Jeff Smith along with Todd Swenning 
Until the next episode of Life Improvement Strategies for the Surgeon Who Wants More. Ciao. Now, take 10 minutes and put your plan into action to practice your best.